back to the Magic Fandom Podcast. I am Alyssa. And I am Arthur Abbott. An evening with Arthur Abbott. Arguably the best part of this film. Absolutely. I mean, we'll get into it. I would it. say not arguably. <laughs> we'll get into it. Um, but if you know who that person is, or if you read the title of this episode, you know that this week we are going to be talking about the holiday. And this is going to round out our Christmas movie series. We've had so much fun this month with all of these Christmas movies. It's been lots and lots of fun. So we're excited to talk about the holiday this week. Um, let's see. First and foremost, I love this movie a lot. It's like a staple in um, my Christmas movie watching every single year. Um, but it's not so much a staple for you. So I'm wondering, what are your just initial thoughts on this? Because it wasn't your first time seeing it. It wasn't my first time seeing it. Um... It's a, I mean, it's a rom-com. It definitely is. That's why I wanted your thoughts, because, like, you're not super into the rom-coms, comparatively. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And, yes, I, it's, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. In the sense that it takes place during Christmas. Yeah. But I would not consider this a Christmas movie. You don't think so? No. It's literally called The Holiday. Yeah. But it could be around any holiday. The holiday is what British people say that they're, oh, I'm going on holiday. You're taking guess, a vacation. Okay, so I guess what it's you... It's literally called the vacation. I guess what you mean is, like, if it were taking place during another time, it, it would still it be the could, same story. It could be the exact same story on Arbor Day. Right. And still have the same effect. So it's not, like, There's about no, like, Christmas. The only Christmas thing is the fact that it takes place... During the Christmas holiday. There's Christmas songs in it. Yeah, but, like, but... But I see what you mean. Yeah. It's not about Christmas. It's my thing. It's, like, it's just during Christmas. If we're considering... If... if The way a lot of people consider Christmas movies is that, oh, it just has to have something about Christmas in it. Yeah. It's not centered around Christmas. Yeah. Oh. It takes place over Christmas. Christmas movie. Oh, there's a scene with snow. Oh, Christmas movie. Like Yeah. No. I don't I don't think that as many people do that as you think do, but I think you're thinking specifically about Die Hard. Yes. Okay, so go ahead and say that because I feel like that's the only but argument it, I've seen. Everything boils down to like if there is a scene in a Christmas movie, if there if there's a scene that involves Christmas or the holiday in any facet then yeah. that movie is a christmas movie right and you disagree 90 percent of movies are christmas movies and you disagree uh, i disagree with that yeah so i don't necessarily consider this a christmas movie this has been hot takes with dalton aldridge um, it's <laughs> i i don't dislike it yeah okay so as a standalone movie what did you think? Regardless I, of... I, I like it. It's a good rom-com. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a, a huge fan of rom-coms in general. Yeah. But you um, like the people that are in it. Yeah. And I, and I think... Like, I would watch this movie again. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Yeah. But, I because mean... Because it's a great movie. Uh, but I do... Well, I do see what you mean, though. I definitely understand where you're coming from. Um, there are parts of it that are great. And then there are other parts that I'm like... Meh. <laughs> Okay, I understand. I get that for sure. Um, From my point of view, I love it. Um, And again, I watch it every Christmas. But I do do understand, like, if it were to take place over Halloween, it would be the exact same story, just over Halloween. So I get it. Um, But uh, first and foremost, before we dive into the cast, um, we have to shout out Nancy Myers. 
Nancy Myers directed this movie and also wrote it. And this is going to blow some of y'all's mind because it blow blowed. <laughs> it blew my mind. Nancy Myers also wrote Father of the Bride part 1 and 2. And the 1998 Lindsay Lohan reboot of The Parent Trap. Isn't that cool? Huh. Never saw Father of the Bride. I'm dead. Uh. It is such a good movie. <laughs> but now knowing knowing that she has been a part of Father of the Bride and Parent Trap, it's the same kind of writing that The Holiday is. Like, it makes sense in my brain that Nancy Myers wrote all three of these movies. Um, and it's so crazy because I grew up like loving both Father of the Bride and The Parent Trap. That's like, those are two like staple movies that we would watch with my family all the time. And so to hear that like Nancy Myers wrote both of them and The Holiday, it just makes sense why I like it so much. So shout out Nancy Myers. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about the cast? Yeah, I, I will say that it's a star-studded cast. It really is. Uh, so many different people in this. <clears throat> yes. And then so many like, cameos that are like, I was gonna what? say yes yeah, so there's like a there's four I would say four like leads but then every other supporting character it's kind of like what we said last week with Elf every other supporting character is still kind of a big name in Hollywood mm-hmm. terms so the main four that the 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 movie centers around mm-hmm. are Kate Winslet Kate Winslet of Titanic fame among others again meh uh, I mean, we'll talk about that later. Cameron Diaz. Mm-hmm. Ton of stuff. Jude Law. Yes. And Jack Black. Amazing. Amazing. Probably the most random, I feel like, would be <laughs> yeah. Jack Black. Oh, I thought you meant just the four in general, like the a four random in grouping. General, uh, yeah, I mean, Kate Winslet, Jude Law, you could see and stuff together. You could throw Cameron Diaz in there as well. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like the oddball here would be Jack Black. I do understand, yeah, because like, you don't really know him for the rom-coms, you know? The other Although, three... Well, I guess that's not really a rom-com. What? I was thinking Shallow How, but I was like, that's more of like a... a... Com-com. <laughs> it's just comedy. Well, yeah, it's kind of like... <laughs> uh, frat boy humor college yeah slapstick kind of yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. but i mean compared to the other three i mean cameron diaz jude law and kate winslet are no strangers to romantic comedy that is true so jack black i'm sure was uh definitely the wild card of the bunch but the four of them like their chemistry among each other is just so good like yes they do they do play off each other well so well and like because you would think i mean kate winslet and jack black on paper Complete opposites, right? Uh, Just in my opinion. Musician, comic writer, goofball, and a British Like an elegant actress, British actress. Ex- yeah, elegant. Yes. So, uh, but yeah. the fact that their chemistry together is so real, like, it's just, it's just awesome to watch. And same with Cameron Diaz and Jude Law. I mean, the four of them did a really, really good job. And if I could start my fun facts, because I've got a few fun facts. Nancy Myers specifically wrote this screenplay with the four of them in mind. All, with all four all of them. Four. Interesting. And then they were able to get all Interesting. four. Interesting. Isn't that nuts? I was that, like, I good for you. why she thought that they would all work well together. I know. That's so interesting. Yeah, that's really weird. Uh, next up, our next big uh, name um, is who I am today. Arthur Abbott, mm-hmm. played by Eli Wallach. Eli Wallach. Um... 
If you don't recognize that name, that's okay. I'll tell you. Uh, he's been doing stuff in Hollywood since he, uh, 1949 was his first role. He was in The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. He was in The Magnificent, Magnificent, <laughs> Magnificent Seven, Baby Doll. Uh, he, he's been in just a ton of TV shows. Um, a lot of TV movies. He did a bunch of stuff with Shirley Temple. He did, uh, he was in The Godfather Part 3. He was in Murder, She Wrote. I mean, he's done just so much stuff. A very impressive resume. I did, I did know one of my other fun facts is that he has over 90 film credits. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Nuts. Shout out Eli Wallach. He plays Arthur Abbott. And like we said at the beginning, pretty sure he's the best part of this entire movie. Yes. Um, And oh, I I guess we should talk a little bit about the plot just real quick. um, Yes. Before we go into the rest of the cast, because I do have some other cameos that I want to shout out. Um, But really quick, just a little synopsis of this movie for those of you that have not seen it or need a refresher. Um, it centers around these two women, Kate Winslet's character and Cameron Diaz's character, who live on opposite sides of the world. Kate Winslet lives in England and um, Cameron Diaz lives in California. And they both are looking for escapes from their reality for whatever reason. Cameron Diaz just broke up with her long-term boyfriend and uh, Kate Winslet has this unrequited love thing going on with uh, her co-worker. She's been in love with him for years, but he loves somebody else and he's announcing that he's getting married and so she's a wreck, etc., etc. And so both of them just want to escape from their lives for two weeks. And so they find each other online and they do a house swap. So Kate Winslet comes to LA to live in Cameron Diaz's house and Cameron Diaz comes to London to live in Kate Winslet's little cottage. Um, and by chaos way, ensues. By the way, Cameron Diaz plays a, uh, what is she? She makes trailers for movies. Yes. Which is a cool job, I feel. does extremely well because she's got a giant mansion. Yes. And then <laughs> old Kate Winslet's character is <laughs> just in, granted, I would much rather live where she lives. I was going to um, ask. Countryside, small cottage, off the beaten path. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yes. But the, the comparison in between... Uh, houses is redonkulous. Yeah, well, even <laughs> redonkulous. Even when they were talking online, um, Kate Winslet was like, "Oh, what does your house look like?" And Cameron Diaz was like, "Um, it's a little bigger than yours." Like, they they are just completely, completely different. And that's also what I was gonna bring up about the writing too is that um, Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz's characters are so vastly different from each other, and their houses are so vastly different from each other um, that it just calls for like. It just makes for a really interesting plot, in my opinion. It's like Cameron Diaz trying to make sense of this other woman's life and vice versa. Um, Because they are just very, very different. But I was going to ask which house you'd rather live in. So it's the cottage? The cottage, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I I would have guessed that about you. I have one thing I want to interject real quick. Sure. Uh, Just to go back to Eli Wallach real quick. Um, I just, I saw this fact he, he starred in movies alongside Clark Gable, Clint Eastwood, Steve McQueen, Marilyn Monroe, Yul Brenner, Peter O'Toole, and Al Pacino, just to name a few. Like, he has worked with... Holy guacamole. And in, 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 in this movie, he talks about... Um, he plays a, a writer. Mm-hmm. And he's been a prolific writer throughout the golden era of Hollywood. So when he's talking about stuff, and there's one scene where they're all sitting around the table talking about stories and stuff... You have to imagine that some of the... He's probably talking about 
real stories. Yes. Because he's he is playing a character, but he was also really there. Yes. He well, was really maybe not quite as far back as what is implied in the um in the movie. In the movie, but he has worked with everybody. Yes. Well, it's funny that you say that because I didn't know that he had such a long list of co-stars um, that you just read. But Clark Gable, he actually talks, he tells a story about Clark, about Gable, Clark Gable in the movie. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it's real because, um, well, I, I know that this fact is real because she said that um, this is when they first meet each other. Kate Winslet's character and Eli Wallach's character meet each other because they're neighbors. And he is an older gentleman. He lives alone. I think he has a nurse or a caregiver or something. But Kate Winslet kind of saves him because he gets lost in his neighborhood and takes him back to his house. But when she's doing that, they're just talking back and forth. And he says, what part of England are you from? Because he re- he hears her accent. Yeah. And she says, oh, I'm from Surrey. And um, he says, Clark Gable was from Surrey. And Kate Winslet was like, oh, that's right. That's right. And she goes, how did you know that? And he goes, oh, he told me once. Yeah. And Kate Winslet just looks at him like, what? And so I'm wondering if like, I mean, if he was in a movie with him. That would be crazy if that was just something that he was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And added that in. That'd be really cool. So cool. I mean, that's that's why I love his character so much is that. Yeah. The scenes with him are are some of the best scenes. They're so good. They're so good. And like even her coming into his house for the first time and helping him inside, but then looking over in his office and, you know, obviously seeing the cluttered papers and old scripts and stuff like that. But all the awards that are on his wall and he's won an Oscar. He's won several Emmys and he's just this like, you know, unassuming older gentleman that is just very humble and doesn't want, you know, anybody talking about him or anything like that. He always talks about other filmmakers and other Mm -hmm. writers. He's just the most humble guy and he's written so well. So like the payoff at the end is so much better because of the way he is. And I don't want to spoil it for those of you that have not seen it, but it is just a feel good uh, ending it's to the best his story. It's, it's the, the best, best part, part of the movie. It, it absolutely um, is. I want to point out a real weird thing that I, I noticed that I don't think you noticed. Okay. I know I said something to you and then you saw it. Um, there's a weird correlation uh, or uh, maybe not correlation, but there's some two characters in this movie were also in another movie together. Huh. Um, two of the exes or the unrequited loves. Yes. Um, one uh, Jasper, played by Rufus Sewell, and Maggie, played by Shannon Sosaman. Okay. One was uh, Jasper was the unrequited love of Kate Winslet's character. Right. And Maggie was the girlfriend and then ex girlfriend of Miles, played by um, Jack Black. Right. Um. Funnily, and she wasn't really in it that much. She wasn't in it that much. And Jasper wasn't really in it that much. Yeah. Um, but the funny thing is, is they were both in a movie together. And that movie was A Night's Tale. That's crazy. Yeah, I never, I didn't, I didn't put that together. We I really did We were watching didn't. it and I was like, and because it's been a while since I had seen it. And Jasper comes up and I'm like, oh, that's the bad guy in A Night's Tale. Yeah. And then when you see Maggie for the first time, I was like, oh, that's the, the love interest in A Night's Tale. Right, <laughs> I was right. just like, is this A Night's Tale reunion? <laughs> What's going on here? That's so funny. Yeah, we didn't uh, we didn't really talk about Jasper a lot because he's the worst. He is the um, worst. But that guy, mm-hmm. he's played the bad guy a bunch. He plays the bad guy well, and it's because he has the bad guy look. Yes, he just looks, and I'm sure he is a wonderfully nice, sweet guy. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> but he looks 
it's part of my problem that I don't like with Pierce Brosnan. He just looks like he's a bad guy. <laughs> he's just got that look about him. No, it's true. I mean, if you guys know who we're talking about or you can look him up after you listen to this episode, you'll see like he I think he was in like Supernatural and a bunch of those shows. And he plays the bad guy every single time because that's just his face. Um, yeah, he was not so nice to Kate Winslet's character. And Maggie, the Jack Black's ex, was not so nice to Jack Black's character. So hopefully they're nice in real life. Um, I do want to shout out a couple of cameos that are maybe in like two scenes in this entire movie. Maybe even just one scene. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yep. John Krasinski. John Krasinski. And Catherine Hahn. Excuse me? I'm like, I'm obsessed with both of them. And they just happen to play two like bit parts. They're uh, Cameron Diaz's character's assistants. Yes. Or in, not in, really assistants. In the movie biz. I wouldn't necessarily call them assistants, but they help her make the, the trailers. trailers. Like yeah. they're editors and that kind of thing. Yeah. Catherine Hahn might be her assistant because she's the one who came yes, in. Yes, they came in and got her. And, and had like a clipboard. <laughs> I don't know. Jim was working the. <laughs> yeah, Jim. John Krasinski. Um, but I was like, oh my gosh. And they're literally, they're. To me, they're huge named actors, but they're they were in maybe one. This scene. was in two thousand six. Mm-hmm. Neither of them, John Krasinski, was on what the third or fourth season of The Office, mm-hmm. um, and probably when they filmed this, it was probably two thousand five. Yeah. So yeah, maybe third or fourth season of The Office. Catherine Hahn had been doing. Uh, was she on SNL at that point? Was she on SNL? She was. I th- I'm, I'm assuming yes. I'm assuming that she was on it at that point. I know that she was on it. I just don't know when. Um, I'm trying to think I of love her, what though. she was doing uh, at that time. At that time, the 2006 era. But yeah, it just blew my mind that they were only in maybe one scene and they each had like a couple of lines and that was it. Um, also, there is a trailer for a fake movie in this movie. There but is. We cannot talk about those cameos until later. So if you remember those what, cameos... Why can't we talk about those characters? Um, because it's part of trivia. Oh, it's part of trivia. Okay. So if you know who was in the fake trailer, then you're going to get a point. Okay. Just think about that. Uh, really, what's looking at is like her... The only big thing she was in... How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Uh, how to Win a, or win a Date with Tad Hamilton and Anchorman. Yep. And those were like yep. the, the big things that she had done right before. Mm-hmm. Oh my uh, God, she holiday. wasn't Win a Day with Tad Hamilton. She was a bartender. Yeah, she's awesome. I love her. And I love John Krasinski. I was like, oh my gosh. Everybody in this Bo- is so both good. Both of those people have come so much. Absolutely. Like they're starring in blockbuster films now. Mm-hmm, absolutely. There is another celebrity cameo that's in this. He's in one scene. Oh, no, nope, that's wrong. That's wrong. Because <laughs> we're also watching Gilmore Girls, and I was thinking of Nick Offerman and Gilmore Girls. Oh, yep, yep, Because um, yep. we just watched that episode. Shout out Gilmore Girls. Uh, what, who was it? I don't know. Give me a hint. Give me a hint. Let they me see were if I can guess. They were in Blockbuster. It was a Blockbuster scene. Oh, it was, uh, freaking, what's his name? <laughs> uh... This isn't trivia, so I can tell you if you want. It's not De Niro. It's... Oh my gosh, this is killing me. I know you know his... You see his face. I see his face. He played Hook. Yeah. Starts with a D. First name starts with a D. 
Dust. Dustin Hoffman. Good job. There we go. Good job. I, I wasn't even thinking Hook. I was thinking of that big movie that I, I can see the cover of it. The Graduate. The graduate. That's yeah. What it was. Well, in that scene, yeah. that's what that's they were what talking about. Looking at. Yeah. yeah. Because that whole that whole scene is probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Um, Jack Black is just going through. First of all, it's because it's a scene in a blockbuster, and that just makes me happy. Yes. Um, but second of all, Jack Black is going through the aisles and picking up random DVDs and just singing the musical we scores. Did, we didn't mention that Jack Black's job in this is he's a composer for movies, which I always thought would be so cool to just be Extremely that talented. Extremely hard. I'm assuming. No, I'm sure. But just to have that job is just so cool. Anyway, so he goes and picks up these different DVDs and just starts singing the movie scores to, to each of these, like at the top of his lungs in the middle of this blockbuster. And Kate Winslet's like laughing. So he picks up The Graduate and he's like, oh, one of the best movies ever. Da, 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 da. And he starts talking and then it pans over. And in the next aisle is Dustin Hoffman playing himself, assumingly, like in sweatpants and glasses. And I think he says something like, you, you just can't go anywhere. Yeah, it's like, I can't I can't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. So shout out Dustin Hoffman for being in this movie as well. Um, so do you have, I know we talked a little bit about Arthur's big ending. Is that your favorite part in the whole movie? Or what's your favorite part? Yeah, that's probably my favorite part really? in the movie. Yeah. I think it also might be my favorite part because it's just a, such a good payoff. And those of you that have watched it, um, uh, can understand what I'm about to say. So it's the same feeling that we got at the end of White Christmas. Oh, I was, I was going to bring that up. Right. Like, we've talked about this same kind of this feeling. situation. Yes. Um, with the general at the end of White yeah, Christmas. It's the it's, exact it's same. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, I think that might be my favorite part too. That one in the blockbuster part. Um, that's really good. And, oh, and I love... Jude Law and his daughters. Oh yeah, they're just so cute. Like you did, you did say that those are the cutest little English girls. They are. Like my thing is like tiny, tiny children with British accents are always gonna get me. They're always gonna get me. We could raise when we had kids. We could raise them with British accents. (laughs) They would be like, "Why do we talk like this?" Oh my gosh, that would be cruel, but also adorable. It wouldn't be cruel. Well, because they're not British. So, <laughs> I mean, we'll take this conversation offline. That is really funny. Um, yeah, no, they are so cute, and that whole scene where she comes over and and meets and, them yes, and stuff yeah. is good such scene. a good scene. Um, like I said, it's not a bad movie. It's a good movie. It is. But... It's a great movie. Um, I do want to shout out a moment where um we both kind of like got in our feelings during that scene. Um, because the, in the scene right before that, we see Cameron Diaz and Jude Law on a date for the first time and they're getting to know each other. And, um, Jude Law finds out that Cameron Diaz's, um, parents got divorced and it was a complete blindside to her because she thought her parents were perfect and they were in love and they used to call it, the three of them used to call each other the three musketeers. And so like, that was a whole thing. Then later when she meets the daughters, they're playing around, they're having a great time. And like the night's winding down and they show her their tent in their bedroom and they're like showing her all the arts and crafts and the stars and stuff. And she's like, who put all these stars up? And the the, one of the little girls is like, we did the three musketeers Mm -hmm. and like Jude Law and Cameron Diaz look at each other. And I was like, it's just the sweetest thing in the world. Oh, my gosh. It's this is such a well-written movie. Like, it's so good. Anyway, that is probably also one of my favorite parts. Um, 
Let me see if I have any other notes before I get into some fun facts, because I have a couple fun facts, too. Yeah, I think I said all of my notes. Do you have any other notes before I go into some fun facts? Uh, no. Like I said, uh, this is, a, I mean, it's a good movie. Where do we watch? We watch this on Hulu? Uh, yes, it was on Hulu. Watched it on Hulu. Um, again, good movie. I don't think I would classify this as a Christmas movie. I understand. I disagree, but I understand. <laughs> okay. Um, this is amazing because we were just talking about this and it's the first fun fact on my list. Are you ready? Okay. On an episode of The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, Dustin Hoffman said that his cameo in this film was unplanned and not scripted. He was driving by the blockbuster shown in the film, saw all the cameras and equipment, so he decided to just stop in and see what was going on. <laughs> Because he knew writer and director Nancy Myers, they worked up a scene which ultimately made the final cut. That's funny. How cool is that, Dustin I do, Hoffman? I do love a good uh, unplanned yes. scene in a movie where they're like, oh, well, this came out of nowhere. Because those always seem to be the best. I love that scenes. so much. I love it so much. Um, another fun fact, Miles, uh, Jack Black. Mm-hmm. His studio setup, seen in the opening scene of the movie when he's working on yes all that stuff with the keyboard, the monitor, sound modules, etc., was copied directly from the studio of Hans Zimmer, who composed the score for that of, movie. Wow! For the holiday, yeah. Hans Zimmer did the score. Mm-hmm. Wow! And the score is good. The I forgot to shout good. out yeah, the music. I, I, like, yeah, I mean, the music we, is very like about feel music good music. Yeah, it's. I, I will say it does have really good music mm-hmm. to go along with it, and y'all know I love a good score. Mm-hmm. Very, very true. Um, the house used for Arthur Abbott's house belonged to actress Phyllis Diller at the time of shooting, huh. and is located in the Brentwood section of Los Angeles, California. So that's cool. Um. Let's see. A few <laughs> a few months after the movie came out, the popularity of house swapping became on the rise. So much so that the police in England had to issue a warning against swapping homes with strangers due to identity fraud and murders. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, okay, England. <laughs> yeah, just wait 10 years and we'll do it through an app. And yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, oh, okay. At one point, Arthur claims that... Car- oh, Cary Grant. Did we say Clark Gable? We might have said Clark Gable. Maybe okay. we did. So they were yeah, talking we about Cary Clark. Grant in that uh, scene. Okay. Well, we're At- going to have to start over. <laughs> we're going to have to start... Back to one. <laughs> Back, Back to, to one. one. Um, Rolling. Arthur claims that Cary Grant is from Surrey. This is, in fact, a mistake. Because Cary Grant was from Bristol. Uh. So, there we go. There we go. Um, okay, so let me see if I have any others that are good. Um, yeah. 
Oh, I did know this, and I forgot to mention this. Um, in the special features of this movie, Cameron Diaz claims that this movie is her most physical one ever that she's ever done because of all the running she had to do at the end. Oh yeah, remember she, she ran, did, she ran back down the, the snowy trail, and she really did that in her high heels. Oh really? Yeah, no, that's that was really her running. Wow. And there, there's a point where she like stops and Ben's like holds like, on I'm her knees. I'm gonna die. Yes, and then starts like that's all real. But I, th- but I think it's funny that um, that she thinks it's like this is her most physical role. Um, Didn't she do like a spy movie with Dash and Kutcher? Cameron Diaz. Yeah. They did a. They did what happens in Vegas, but it's not a spy movie. No, that this one. I did another one where he was like a spy and she didn't know it. Mm. I could be wrong. I could be mixing up people. Probably. Um. Okay, so I think I have, I think there's, there's a bunch of, of these, um, but maybe I can put some of the extra ones up mm. on our Instagram, because they're really good uh, ones. Catherine Heigl, who I was thinking of, not mm. Kevin Diaz. Got the, it. The movie's The Killers. The Killers. Or just Killers. I don't know that I ever saw that. Um, did I? I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, so... Uh, oh, this is a fun fact that we can close out. Um, the guy who played Jasper, Rufus, whoever that we just talked Sewell. about, Sewell, and Kate Winslet had a thing. Ooh. I don't know if it was during the filming of this movie, but they mm. originally like had a romance, which I think was interesting. interesting right? Um, yeah, so like we said, you guys can watch this movie on Hulu. Um, it's just good. It's just a feel-good movie and it's a rom-com and you know i love those and even dalton who is not a big fan of rom-coms agrees that it's a good movie so um let's play some trivia shall we let's do it um i'm, I'm not promising anything today on the trivia that's people. fine because I, I i probably i mean I, I did pay attention to this movie but like i said i've only seen it a couple of times yeah yeah. We'll see how I do. Let's see. Let's see. Because I tried not to make it too hard, but looking back, there might be some that are a little bit tricky. Um, so there, it's a little bit less extensive than the elf trivia was last week. So um, it's a bit shorter. So we have 10 regular trivia. And then we've got seven uh, quotes that you're going to have to tell me who ten said it. 10 regular trivia. Yeah. 10 regular trivia and then seven quotes. You're going to have to tell me who said it and who they're talking to. Okay. But that's it. Those are only two sections. Okay. All right. That still seems like a lot. Well, usually I have three sections. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I feel like you have less questions. Anyway, let's go. Let's, <laughs> okay. Question okay. number one. Question number one. In which two cities does this movie take place? Ooh. It's L.A. Yes, correct. But is it Surrey? Yeah. It is? Good job. I thought it was... Yeah. I thought it was... And we were just talking about it earlier. she clicked on a different city before she clicked on Surrey. She did. She did. She clicked like Cotswolds or something. Yeah, it's Cotswold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then she landed on on Surrey. Yeah. Good job. You did it. Number two. What are the names of the four leading characters? Oof. Oof. (laughs) Miles is Jack Black. Okay, good. Um, th- that's all I know. 
Um, Kate Winslet's is probably... Iris? Yes. Oh, wow. Good job. Wow. I pulled that out of my butt. You sure did. Um... And then Cameron Diaz. Think in the trailer voice, because he said it a bunch. Remember? Oh, yeah. That was a funny moment, too. Sorry? Katie? No. Yeah, I don't know. Amanda. Amanda. Amanda Woods. Amanda Woods. (laughs) Um, And then I do not remember the dude's name. Yeah, okay, that one is, that one I knew was going to be a wild card. It's It's British. It's a British name. It's British, but it also might be the one out of the four that, like, they don't say as often. It's Graham. Graham. Mm Mm-hmm. Grandpa. But they say it like, Graham. Yeah. Graham, Graham Parker. Is his name? No, 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 That's another Graham, who's oh, also British. I see, I see. Graham Parker, he was in Mrs. 40. He's the, he, he was, he's a famous musician. Okay, Graham got it. Graham Parker and the Rumor. Oh, got it, got it. Okay, yeah. Um, Graham, all right. Graham Norton, another British guy. This, I'm, I'm beginning this to think only Brit, British guys are named Graham. This has been. Graham Cracker. This has been Graham's with Dalton Aldrich. That would be my stand-up name, I think. Graham Cracker? If, if I was, you know, like, to have, like. A lot of stand-ups have like weird names, like Carrot Top and, yeah, and yeah. things like that. I'd be Graham Cracker. Why Graham Cracker? Because I'm a cracker. What about Ginger Snap? Oh, that's even better. <laughs> that's even better. <laughs> These are all also just like wonderful drag queen names if you ever want to go that route as well. <laughs> nah, I don't think that, that lifestyle is for me. <laughs> all right, number three. Okay, we said this already. What is Miles' occupation? He's a, a movie composer. Correct. Number four. What alcohol do Amanda and Graham drink on the night of their first meeting? Because there's Is, like, there's yeah. an old bottle of blue. Tequila? Mm-mm. It's a good guess. An old Think bottle like, of like, um, cognac. Vic closer. Think like elegant British, like Scotch. No. Is it like the type, or are you looking for a specific brand? It's no, not a specific brand. Uh. Which is funny that we both just said that word. Brand. Oh, brandy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You're welcome. Yeah. Um. Yes, they drink brandy. Um. Which I never really liked. I had like maybe a sip of it, and I'm like, mm, I don't know it's not that I've me. ever actually had brandy. I think I'm I'm not I'm not classy isn't enough. It like a liqueur, isn't it? A little bit sweeter. Yes, and then also I think don't you cook with it sometimes? There is cooking brandy. Yeah, yes. and like cooking sherry is that different? Cooking sherry, I think, is different. Well, you don't want to cook sherry because she won't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here all week. Okay, number where were we? Number five. Um, okay, so the blockbuster scene that we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Please name one of the movie scores that he sings. The Graduate. Correct. For bonus points, do you remember any of the other ones? Jurassic Park. No, but that's a great guess. I swear you picked that one up. Mm-mm. Something else kind of like it that starts with a J. Jumanji. No. Forrest, no, no. Jaws. Forrest Gump? No. Yeah, Jaws, because he gives like two notes. Yeah, two notes, and that's it. Two notes, you got a villain. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's yeah, good. You got yeah. a bonus. Um, other answers acceptable were Gone with the Wind. Okay. I which remember, is my yeah. favorite one because he goes, 
da 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 and scrottle da <laughs> you're like what um and then he also sang you said jaws the graduate and then he also sang chariots of fire oh and um yes and also um driving miss daisy driving okay i do remember driving miss daisy um but good good job Number six, what song does Amanda rock out to on her first night at the cottage? You were singing it with her. I was singing it with her. I don't remember. I can hum it. Picture her like screaming. She's no, got like no, a wine I, glass. I, I 100% see the scene. I cannot recall what song was playing. <laughs> oh, the killers. Mm-hmm. This is the Killers. What's the song? Uh, Mr. Bryce. Yes, very good. And I love the Killers, man. I <laughs> yeah, that's what you them. said when she was singing. I did. It. I did. I was like, man, I love <laughs> man, the Killers. Man, I love the Killers. Yeah. Um. Good job. All right, number seven. Okay. And I we literally was just talking about a movie called The Killers. Like that's true. Very weird. Full circle. Um. Okay. I'm curious to see if you can get this one. What did Arthur Arthur Abbott mm-hmm. um claim he contributed to a famous movie line? And what movie was it? Oh, it was Casablanca, and he added the... Oh, I said that too fast. Y'all couldn't guess. It's okay. Uh, he added their uh, kid, right? He was looking at you. Yes. Kid. Good job. Yeah. Good work. Good work. Um, of course I'm going to remember those. That's my favorite part of the movie. Yes. Okay, good. Um, number eight. What animal does Graham have in his backyard? Graham, Graham is Jude Law. Oh, okay. He has... What? Mm-hmm. He tells Cameron Diaz after the girls go to bed. He's like, I'm complicated. I'm I'm taking cooking classes. I'm learning how to sew. I have a blank in my backyard. Cow? Yes. Good job. Yeah, because he goes, I sew and I have a cow. Like, yeah. <laughs> good work. Okay. Number nine. Arthur... Abbott tells Iris, Kate Winslet, there are two types of women in movies. What are they? I don't know. There are two types of women in movies. There's the... Dam- damsel in distress. No. He says after this, it's a great line. I think about it a lot. Something about gumption? No, but I do love his quote about gumption. Yeah. Um, no, it says, um, there are two types of women in movies, the leading lady and the best friend. Oh, okay. And then he says, you, I know, are a leading lady, but for some reason, you're acting like the best friend. Mm. And I think about that all the time. Um, okay, last question in this section, number 10. Who stars in the fake movie that Amanda made the trailer for? Oh, okay. That would be, honestly, a movie I would watch. 100%. <laughs> um, Lindsay Lohan and James Franco. Which is amazing that they said yes to this. Because I'm sure it was, what, maybe like a day of shooting? Yeah, maybe. That they were like, hey, you want to come shoot a fake trailer for a fake movie? They were like, all right. And it looks legit. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, it's like, it's another rom-com, but like he's a spy it's, it's or something. Action. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, an action movie. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, it's, I think it's like Deception or something like that. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, but it's so funny. All the like classic, like cliche action movie lines are in it, and it's just really. Why good. did you bring two guns? Yeah, I didn't think one would be enough. Bam, bam, bam. Christmas Day. Yeah, um, I thought that was really funny. Shout out James Franco and Lindsay Lohan for doing that because that's amazing. All right, only one more section to go. Um, and that is a quote section. And there are only seven of these. But I'm going to ask you the same um, thing that we did with the last quote section, which is tell me who said it and who they're talking to. Got it. All right. Number one, I've been going to a therapist for three years and she's never explained anything to me that well. Ooh, uh, I remember this scene. This was when uh, Iris and Arthur were at dinner. Good work. And it's Iris talking to Arthur. Very good. And it's actually right after the best friend quote that I just said. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're acting like the best friend. And then she's like, I've been going through therapist for three years. Um, good job. Number two. Because as problematic as this fact may be, I am in love with you. That sounds like Cameron Diaz and... Jude Law. You are correct, but who said it? Jude Law said it to Cameron Diaz. Very good. Very good. All right, number three. Honey, I haven't been busy since 1978. Uh, that was uh, that was Arthur. To? Iris. Very nice. Good job. Number four. I'm not sure I even fall in love. Not like the way other people do. That was, excuse me, that was definitely Cameron Diaz. Yes. Uh, but I don't know who she was talking to. Jude Law? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good job. Number five. I like corny. I'm looking for corny in my life. I like corny. I'm looking for corny in my life. Feel like that's Iris. It is. To Eli. Yes, Why? to Arthur. Arthur, yeah. yeah. Because I love because she says it at the end when she comes to pick him up for the event. She says, I like corny. I'm looking for corny in my life. And he like has the biggest smile on his face and he said, That's a good line. <laughs> because he's a writer mm-hmm. and I love it. Oh, and then he also had I wanted to shout out this part, um, that he uh was talking about his wife, his late wife, who I guess passed away. Um, Because we only see a brief photo of the two of them in the very beginning of the movie on his nightstand. And that's it. That's all we see Mm -hmm. of her. But then they talk about her when he's with all of his uh, poker buddies or whatever with Jack Black when they all are at dinner. And um, they're all talking about how wonderful of a woman she was Mm -hmm. and how everybody had a crush on her and all of this stuff. And he said, she was the woman I always wrote. And I just thought that was like, that's such a good line. You know, yeah. it just made me happy. Anyway, um, number six. I've never met a guy who talks as much as me. Hmm. That sounds like uh, Cameron Diaz. Yes. I don't know who she would be talking to. I mean, I guess Jude Law. Yeah. Yeah. These are just... <laughs> well, because it's just the four that get, like have true, the main... That's true. That have the main quotes. Um, okay. They do well, a lot of talking. They do. Last one. 
Legend has it when the Santa Anas blow, anything can happen. Oh, that's uh, that's Jack Black mm-hmm. talking to uh, Kate Winslet. Good job. You killed it. Look at that. Nice. You did it. Um, well, folks, that is the end of our discussion on the holiday. It also brings an end, unfortunately, to our Christmas series. Have you had fun this month? This has been very fun. It's been it's so been much fun. fun. I've had, I've had a great time. have enjoyed it as much as we have enjoyed doing it. Yes, yes. And um, we are already getting suggestions and getting ideas for next Christmas series because obviously we don't want to repeat episodes, oh, but there trust are me, there's, so many other there's ones. There's so many that we watched this year mm-hmm. that we didn't do a pod on that we are we assure you that we will do yes we um, will uh, or the christmas series will come back yeah. for sure um so this is usually the point in the podcast where we talk about what we're doing next week however because we were doing this christmas series for you guys we didn't really get so much of a holiday break so if it's all right with you guys we're gonna be taking a little bit of a break just a couple weeks yeah. uh, to refresh, and uh, we will be back in the beginning of the year. Yes. Um, I think we decided probably January 11th. Mm-hmm. That'll we'll be our first show back. have our first show back. Um, that just gives us a couple weeks to decompress from all the holiday stuff that we've been dealing with. Uh, and gives us time to spend with each other for uh, New Year's and stuff like that. Not yeah. having to worry about uh, what we're doing next on the pod. Um, that being said, we will give you, uh, an update when we get a little bit closer, letting y'all know, um, what we're going to be talking about when we get back. Cause we know that several of y'all like to watch, uh, ahead of time and, um, feel like you're kind of in on the conversation. So yeah, absolutely. we'll let you know, uh, whether it's through, uh, just a quick release of an update on the podcast or if it's on our Instagram, uh, yes. or what have you. Yes, definitely. We will keep you guys in the loop for sure. So in the meantime, over these next couple of weeks, um, continue the conversation with us on Instagram. That is at the Magic Fandom Podcast. I will make sure to remain active over the next couple weeks um, and maybe get some ideas on podcasts for 2022. Maybe I'll open it up to you guys and yeah, we, we we'll make a, a list. We have a couple of ideas. We, uh, we haven't ventured into the long form drama TV series yet, and True. I know that there are several that um, people have mentioned, and mm-hmm. some that we have thought about that we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so look forward to that in the coming year. Yeah, um, a little bit more intensive uh, TV series. Yeah, definitely. And again, if you have any ideas, send it to our Instagram or send it to our email, which is magicfandompod at gmail.com. There you go. Um, and uh, again, I know we said this a little bit last week, but um, thank you guys so much for giving us such a wonderful first year of this podcast. We hope that there are many more to come. Um, but happy, happy new year. We hope you guys had a happy holiday season and we hope you bring it in the new year with friends and family safely, of course. And we'll see you guys in two weeks. We're going to miss you. But we hope uh, we hope you have a great rest of this week and coming weeks. I think that's it. I think that wraps us up. (laughs) All righty. Bye-bye now, y'all. Bye.